Welcome back. Thank you very much for tuning in. It is episode 10, and on today's episode, I have an interview recorded with DMV comedian Mert Wolf. It is Wednesday, June the 15th. This interview was recorded last night outside the Fells Point Tavern open mic show, which occurs every Tuesday at 10 p.m., hosted by Roberto Reed. Similar to the episode that I did with Jake Charmatz, uh, Mert and I recorded immediately after he finished his set, but before I went up, and luckily it was a nice long list, so Mert and I got to have a close to 40-minute discussion. Uh, Mert is absolutely hilarious. He's a great guy, good friend, and I highly recommend that you follow him on Instagram at MertWolf11, which is spelled M-E-R-T-W-O-L-F-11. Outside of that, on the last podcast I mentioned, I was going to do the two uh, Friday night comedy shows at the Lou Room Comedy Club, which is above the Zissimo's restaurant in Hamden. Um, and that was really fun. I appreciate them a lot for the stage time. Then on Saturday was the Max's Tap House open mic that I co-produced. I was hosting this week, this past week, and it was a great turnout. A lot of awesome comedians that had fantastic sets. And I think this was the largest attendance we had seen at this open mic. So if you're ever free on a Saturday at 8 p.m. and you're in the Fells Point area, please come and check out this show. Uh, it's a really fun time. Um, in addition to that, coming up this week, this Friday, uh, Bill Franks and I have the second showcase we're producing at the Abbey Burger in Federal Hill. Um, this show is going to feature comedians Bill Monahan, Bobby Ray, Tim Kinsella, and others. Abbey Burger is a great location with a fantastic selection of food and uh, drinks. And if you're free this Friday, please come and check that out. The show, you can find it on Eventbrite, is called Burgers and Belly Laughs, or you can find it through the link in my Instagram bio. Uh, But outside of that, I hope everyone's doing well. Thank you again for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy today's interview with DMV comedian Mert Wolf. Everybody has like, oh, how do you know if a joke's good? Right. Or the premise is good? Right. You just know. I don't know. It's just, if you feel it, you can feel it. As you get better, and it's, I feel like that's a really important point. Like, as you get better at comedy, I feel like you start to trust your own instincts yeah. more than, like, an open mic crowd or something Absolutely. like that, right? Oh, thank God the ice cream truck's going. Yes. Yeah, there was an ice cream truck that was here. So we're outside Yeah, we're outside the Fells Point Tavern, you know. Baltimore and ice it is cream Baltimore, truck at night. So, <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be the wildest guest we've had on this pod so far. What, like, the ice cream truck? Yeah, no. So I did, I did one with Bill when we were, like, barking or whatever. Uh-huh. And we had, I mean, we had some wild oh, yeah. people stop by, dude. Bill. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was that was wild. But yeah. um, so, what's your like last week of shows been like? What um, are you um, like? What you, you have this past weekend? Past weekend? Yep. I mean, I started with some open mics during the week, and then I did your show Saturday. Yeah, that was fun. You crushed. Maxis. That was. Did you, you know, come up with that? So you have a you have a, a bit on like trap. Did you come up with that at that uh, at that mic, or did you write that before? About that? six hours. Before it, about six hours before. So that. I'm actually disorganized as hell. Yeah, same, dude. I'm so bad. That's why we're such good. That's I'll, why we're good friends, be, dude. That's why we vibe, dude. Because <laughs> yeah. we can both tell we're both fucking flying by the seam of our pants. I drive around sometimes doing whatever the job I do. Yeah. I'll get an idea. I write it down, and I won't elaborate on it. Right. Until I go on stage sometimes. Right. And then, but sometimes, certain times, the best reaction I have ever gotten for that bit has been the first time I ever done it. Yeah, that's where it has, it's just so raw at that moment. 
and you can almost hear like when you I think I, I, I agree with that like I feel like when you do something the first time it hits so hard but then like you try it again it's like there's almost something yeah, in your voice you you're, like, you're like I'm taking something off it yeah. like you're tra like you're trapped it you have a sick thing where yeah. you're like given a lot of emotion and I felt like even like when you did it at uh, Wits End earlier tonight I was like I was like I could, you're almost taking something off the speedball but, but it's not the first time you're doing it <laughs> yeah exactly you know but, but it's, it's also still, it's, it was less people there it's the energy too yes like, right as you're doing it's a crazy ass bit because <laughs> Max's was <laughs> yeah, packed it, out so it's a crazy bit with all this vocals and right. noises I'm making so right right you feed off the crowd you know right so like I said at Max's the place you run by the way I'm gonna plug you in you hell plug yeah everybody else in yes <laughs> for sure Max's Tap House so Saturdays if you're ever in Baltimore great open mic in Baltimore area yeah probably the best right now it's a I mean it's a good it's pretty good you know hell yeah but, uh, pound it <laughs> it was just the crowd you know they just you just go with it and then compared to like I do you the same bit them. with three people they're right. kind of like just Tuesday night so right but you work in the sea and um and but I forgot to record myself. Yeah, you got it. So, what is your move with that? Are you going to start recording yourself via like phone? Or are you going to start like well, getting the, like a little like GoPro or something? I don't want to be that? like I'm making a commercial for iPhone, but their camera is pretty good. The new one, thirteen. Oh, I don't have. I don't know what mine like is. A friend of mine one. has iPhone thirteen, and okay. the, the camera is better than. I think I got a twelve. Camera is better than the actual handheld camera. Really? Yeah, it's up there with par. Like Damn. you can't do as much editing on it, probably. But you have apps yeah. to edit too. Dude. So I want to upgrade my phone. Remember the days of having a digital camera? Yeah, dude, it was like horrible. Fucking, that was wild. Yeah, you don't need that anymore. You take dude. a picture, you don't know what it looks like. Oh yeah, <laughs> them snapshot pictures with the light. Yeah, no. You're like you're just taking chances. Dude, oh yeah, or even like the disposable cameras, dude. That was really taking chance. You had to go have a whole vacation and be like, hopefully I didn't have my finger over the lens exactly, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, fucking yeah. But I want to record it. First of all, to you know, promote the social media stuff. Right, but make also, reels and like that yeah, type of but shit. But you also want to see. But it's a double-edged sword because then you're burning the material. Then you know, when yeah. you put out a reel, it's like, oh, it's out there yeah. or whatever. But you right. also, it's really educational for a new comic. What'd you say? It's really what the hell's going on? I on know the stage? Jake, Jake Charmatz is uh, he former. <laughs> no, no, he's killing. He's killing. No, his voice. Whatever he was thinking. Yeah, he's doing something. He's got the crowd riled up. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, what the hell was I saying? Uh. <laughs> What the hell were we Oh, the recording talking? process. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, there we go. Okay. I'm recording just so that. I can see <laughs> this like, stuff. Hang on. <laughs> like, you can really see the timing is on or off to, yeah. through your tape you watch. You right, know? right. Like, I'm really just timing is everything. You learn and. And it helps you build confidence, too. Like, because yeah. you can have a good set or whatever. And then, like, two days later, you're like, well, it wasn't okay. Was it bad? And then it really isn't until you go back and either A, listen to the audio or watch it that you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. It kind of gives you a little bit, like, sometimes absolutely. it can be a pick you oh, up absolutely. if it's a good Remind set. Remind yourself who you are. <laughs> Dude, you, I mean, you crushed this past Saturday at Max's. Like, I wish you recorded that. That was, I mean, that was, the room was falling yeah. apart at the seams. I mean, when it's. So, do you ever, do you ever just record audio on your phone? Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. okay. So you got oh, that. Trust me, I got plenty of that. There's okay. sometimes I record a horrible sets. And you got hours of that shit. I have recorded horrible sets and just drive back with it. 30 minutes, just listen to the horrible set you just did. Oh, but yeah. But I also recorded good sets. Dude, that's but, the worst part of driving back from Wits. Like, when I first started going to Wits, I would drive back after bombing because I only ever bombed at the start of Wits. I still only ever bomb at Wits. Yeah. But, like, I would, like, listen to my thing and just be like, why did you say that? Why did you do that? And but it's part of the process. I mean, I, yeah. I, like you said, I crushed. I destroyed, actually. It yeah. felt amazing. Oh, yeah. But at, Ma at Max's, yeah. You just got to keep going. Man. Hell, yeah. It's like you get off the stage and you're immediately hungry again. We were talking about this last time. Yeah. First of all, I'm the inaugural podcast host here. I mean, I'm you guest are. 
and I'm the first two-time guest. You are the first two-time <laughs> guest. Yep, that's. I mean, that's the cool thing about it. Like our, when we first did it, we did it at um, what tin roof. tin roof. Yeah, and like we, you know, we did like 15 minutes or whatever. But it feels like it's just scratching the surface because like when we're at these mics, we're like paying attention to comics. We're not necessarily like getting yeah. you know know each other or like what our creative process and and shit yeah. is, but. Um, so we were saying, you know, a little early, earlier on, you were saying, like, when you come up with a bit, it's something that, like, hits you, but then you don't really flush it out until you're on, on stage. Is that something that's, like, pretty typical with okay. your process? Everyone's it's like, different. Like, everyone has their own style, right? Yeah. So, like, something hits you, you put it down on your phone. Or do you go, like, you, are you, like... Okay, so almost everything I talk paper. about, almost everything I talk about on stage, yeah. like, I would say 95%, yep. is something that happened to me in real life. Right, exactly, yeah. So I don't have to write as much because of that. Right. So I'm telling you a story. You're taking nat- naturally funny situation or something that made you laugh in your life and then transposing that onto and the stage. It could be from anywhere. It could be from, like, I just had a bit about my ex. Right, from forever ago. Yeah. Which is, like, 12 years ago. It right. just popped up in my head recently. Right. I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, you know, I was just talking about you have to laugh at life. So, right. But sometimes I'm walking, you know, I'm driving around or looking at something or like you see something and right something goofy so everything oh. is based off real life for right. me so i don't make up premises right so but because of that i'm trying to do more of that because yeah. i realize like when you want to be unique in comedy isn't about just like topical yeah. stuff like everyone's got 50 premises on jesus or, or yeah. whatever but it's something that's specific about your life that you can yeah. make unique you know yeah. but so, so that's why like i actually did see that sign that said no ball play and i kind of built that up into a exactly. bit and so, like you know whatever oh, yeah. what's happening it's awesome, right? You know, it's a hot. <laughs> if you're ever free on Tuesday in Fells Point Ta- or in Fells Point, Baltimore, Fells Point Tavern, it's a great show. It is. It's a beautiful. It's a lively, place to hang out a lively crowd. It's a yeah, beautiful absolutely. place. I got good food. Yeah. yeah, I've never eaten here. Have you eaten? I trust the guy. Okay, <laughs> so Mert has not eaten either, but we trust. I worked at restaurants my whole life. All right. So I don't trust every restaurant. That's what happens. What type of restaurants you work at? Everything: Italian, Turkish, Thai. Do have you tried Angelis yet? You were the one. So you told me that Angelis Pizza, my I favorite pizza place pizza in Baltimore. You probably ordered one one time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you had it with me. But you said they're all. It's a bunch of Turkish guys. Bunch of Turkish. In Little Turks Italy. Here. There's a lot of Turks and Greeks here. In this town. Okay. So when you first came to, uh, did you first come to Maryland when you came to no, America? I Where'd you go? To first state I ever lived in was Idaho, Boise. What? Outside of Boise. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was that? Um, you can so, have you ever so you can car bar in Idaho. Well, you say Iowa or Idaho? Idaho. Okay, Idaho. West, you can yeah. you can literally like a McDonald's drive-through menu. You can pick up beers and then they give them to you with just like a little cellophane on the top. I'm sure I don't. And they'd be like, place. don't don't drink, wink. Yeah, and exactly. people just car bar. They do a lot of states. They should do it here. So how old were you when you uh, landed I in Idaho? Was living in, well. First of all, I didn't. I was living in Japan. What? Yeah, okay. exactly. Dang man, you're. And then, Learning something new every day. About and then I graduate. No, actually, sorry, I got it back mixed up. Middle school, my mom. I'm full Turkish, hundred yeah. percent. My mom, yeah. my stepdad is American. Right. So they married, and then we moved to America, Idaho. Right. And then stayed there when I was like fourteen. So okay. I was sixteen. Okay. Then we moved to Japan. Okay. Then after Japan, I just started moving around. I went to California to college. How long were you in Japan for? I was like three years. Wow. I was that like? Years. Were you? What language it. were you speaking in Japan? Well, you live where we lived. My stepfather was in the uh, American military. Okay, okay. So I went to high school there on an Air Force base. They have so a, like they Americanized. Have an, they have an American community. 
Okay. And but you're mixed with Japanese every day. I mean, there's Japanese people everywhere. And if you step off base, it's Japanese land. So right. Japanese governed land. So. so that's the cool thing. It's like I've never even heard you mention this before. But like yeah. that's something that there's probably gonna there's you're gonna have there. Trust me. Oh yeah. So I'm saying like, <laughs> well, you said like today you thought of one that was just 12 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Like you know that's gonna be and something I see some one day. Crazy shit in Japan that I will probably talk about in the yeah, near future. You know? Right. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, it's just unique experiences. And it's, that's I what mean, it's. If I didn't do comedy, I would consider moving back. Really. I love that Dude, place. You could probably do comedy in Japan. You probably could. Well, in English, yeah. Right. Japanese is a hard language to master. Oh, could yeah. Could you imagine doing Japanese, <laughs> the comedy in Timing Japanese? would be tough, I'm sure. <laughs> Timing would be tough. Have, were you ever into any comedy back then? No. back. I mean, I always loved watching them. Okay. But I wasn't a big but you were watching like Amer- you were just watching like American stand-up. You know, stand-up. last time you asked me, like, who were your inspirations and stuff? Yeah. And... I forgot to tell you this because I, I remember I was saying that Eddie Griffin was the, one of the first guys I saw, uh-huh. but George Carlin was up there too. Oh, yeah. And I'm actually, that's like, I don't really have heroes, inspirations, but I love his style. George Carlin, I always loved that. When I was a kid, he was just talking about the way things were. And, right. But he, made, he put it, he, he gave me the ugly truth, right. but in a funny twist. So that's Carlin. probably why I drew to you because your bits are like, you like you say you draw from truth, so yeah. like you kind of like that. Gave you the ugly truth, but yeah. makes you laugh about it. Because you know Carlin was very like raw with it. You know he didn't sugarcoat things. He talked about real things. You know politics, religion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. So, and some people were like, "Oh, I don't want to talk about religion or politics. <laughs> Fuck it. If it's funny, if it's funny." Right. In my opinion. And that's the thing. Like you don't really shy away from any topic either. No, like you'll do edgy stuff care. and and I like mean, also crowd work too. So how like when you first started. Stand up? Were you doing as much crowd work as you do now? Because it uh, seems like obviously you have written bits and stuff, but yeah, then you but you do mix in like I actually always did crowd work. work. My first my first open mic I ever did, I probably did like a minute of crowd work. Okay. It just I was a bartender for a long time. Okay. So ten, like I said, I worked at restaurants. Yeah. Mostly as a bartender. Okay. So and a server, a waiter, waiter, whatever. Right. Your job is to talk to people. Right. And listen to their needs. Right. About their food, if it's spicy enough, if it's hot enough, if it's right. cold enough, whatever. Right. right. And you build a rapport with people over time, you know, right. so it transitions. Bartenders, I feel like if they know what they're doing, they can be good at comics. Right. Like you have that two minutes of interaction with someone where you build a little, you like build a little rapport. Like kings. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, right. Like they're like Mark Norman, you know, like they right. just sit in there and someone says something to you. You guys are watching a football game and then you just, right. you know, just breaking each other's balls. Right, yeah. right. I mean, that's I, I like that about your stand-up and something you've tried to, like, you've given me advice before because, like, sometimes I get, like, lost in just yelling bits, you know, and yeah. you've been like, dude, you got to, like, connect with the audience a little bit more. And I think that could go a long way is if you spend a minute at the start of your set, like, being like, oh, what's up, this and that, and being like, all right, I'm a real person, and now here's my crazy bits, you know, it yeah. could, like, it could go a long way. You can also but. tell if someone's interested in you. Yeah. Like, they just look at you a certain way. They want to listen to you. Right. You can just tell when you go up sometimes, there's a couple in the front, they're interested in you. Right. So you engage with them. Or, or you look and sometimes they're not interested like in you. At, at You're matches, like, fuck. It's Saturday. Yeah. I was sitting down in the back the whole time before I went up. Yeah. And then I must have been the ninth person up or whatever. Mm. So there was a guy with that bowl, um, uh, the, the top hat. Not the top hat. What kind of hat was it? Fedora? Oh, Rob. Yeah, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> so That was wild, dude. For, he was sitting sideways. Yeah. And I had no idea who he was, whatever. So I only see the top of his body. Right. So the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, okay, you know what? I'm going to say something about this dude. He's sitting sideways. And he didn't, he didn't do a cigar set, yeah, in his right. mouth. Oh, with yeah. That was, that was part of his bit, dude. So, <laughs> he was rolling around with that cigar up there. I go up. 
I get up to the stage, and I say something about him, look at his face, and I look down, he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, you didn't see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Imagine us at the start when he was like, I'm a comic, and he didn't care that it was upstairs. He was like, you're going to get me up those stairs, and me and Bill were like, <laughs> yeah. okay, so, we'll figure that out. But I said something to him, and then he said something back, and then the whole crowd exploded. And then yeah, we, we just fed off that energy. Oh yeah, because he was a comic, so he like could kind of yeah, go back so, and shuck and jive with you a bit. First of all, it was really weird. I did not know he was in a wheelchair. I looked down and like I froze You're for like, a damn. second. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I felt bad for making a joke for one second. Then I was like, whatever. Yeah, but luckily he's but a he comic. Lo- but he loved his jokes anyway. Yeah. But first of all, if you sit in front row, you go, you want jokes, you right? Know? But uh, to be fair, we told we were like you should sit in the front row because oh, we yeah? don't want like when we call you up, we don't want to be like all right, everyone move out of the way. Here we go. So that yeah, was kind of my fault, but no, but he took it really well. Yeah. So I think he's been doing it a long time. It seems like I think like so. It. But sometimes I'll do that. I'll absorb the crowd. But if I'm going up later, mm-hmm. I'll sit down and watch the crowd. Right. Watch the comic and be like fuck. And then I'll watch somebody in the crowd, and hopefully by the time I go up, I have something to say about them. They don't leave. I got some good shit to say yeah, about it. Yeah, but not in a mean way. Yeah. I'm not trying to diss these people. I'm, right. But some, once in a while, there's some really assholeish people, but which right. rarely happens to me. I'm only doing this for a year. It's got to be so, you got to be so careful if you like go negative on a crowd. Because yeah. like, if you go negative on one person, all of a sudden everyone could turn we against just you. Like, this about guy's this, just like, a dick. You know, we're you in know. a business to make people laugh. Yeah. And some people are like, fuck people. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, you just got to take it on your chin and just be like, well, they didn't think I was funny, you know, whatever. Yeah, just, if you want to make people laugh. Yeah. You kind of have to be like, okay, you can dislike certain things about people, but you just you have to be a people person, right? Even if you're not a social, right? You know, you can I be. I feel like, like some comics are like kind of withdrawn though, which is kind of funny, right? Like I you mean, do have to be a people person when you're on stage, but then also like some just, people are kind of like I, it's just like working at a furniture store and like not you just don't like it's, like couches. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, I was like, are you telling me you worked at a furniture <laughs> store no, just, too? I'm like, man, I did. International man. What <laughs> Turkish one? What were you selling? Carpets. Turkish rugs. <laughs> <laughs> they were just all yeah, sorry, bro. Ca- <laughs> no, it's fine. It's I a mean, good guess. Money. I mean, these guys were so sketchy. Carpets, <laughs> they were so sketchy. Yeah, you know, and they were overpriced the hell out of these carpets. Like, was four. it like a front? No, not at all. I mean, no, there was nice car- know, <laughs> Okay, all right. Not that they told you. <laughs> it was just sketchy in a way, but they were just like, I was like 15 years old. They would just okay. leave me in charge and leave. All right. Was that like your first job? <laughs> Kinda. I had small jobs. Okay. Nothing. You know, like, what would you leave a 15-year-old at your job to run the whole place? A rug, a rug store, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, that would like, be. Sell the rugs, yeah, you know? why not? These are great. They're Turkish. You ever heard of Turkish fucking rugs? Come and on. I started bullshitting. Yeah. Actually, that's probably earliest uh, material I'm doing. You know, somebody comes up to you. Started riffing. They're like, tell me about this carpet. You're, You're like, like, this one right here? Are you kidding I'm me? Like, it was yeah. handmade from Persia. Yeah. With, uh, I don't know, making bullshit. And then. Right. You wow them, and then they buy $10,000 worth of carpets. So I see, I mean, I see you have a lot of good sets, but what do you do when you have, like, a real bad set? What's your next 24 hours look like? Keep moving. Keep moving. So you got, you're just resilient. What's that, Dory? Finding Dory? Her memory? What? The Dory from Finding Nemo. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Her memory. Just forget about it. Just move on. Oh, really? Okay. Or just keep swimming. I mean, obviously, you look at what I did wrong. Yeah. So you go back and, like, you'll listen to your whatever? Your, yeah, I try. Uh, okay. Like I said, though, I'm not organized at all. That's yeah. my biggest thing right now, trying to get better at it. Is so that's your next step is, like, yeah. organizing Even the way you're going to record. Even my notes are scattered. Yeah. Like, I have notes from May that I'm still working on, but it just, you know, it updates it and stuff. But I oh, have yeah. the different titles. Dude, so Every set I do is, like, a piece of paper. And then I keep these. But then it's just, like, I got yeah. an envelope just filled with, uh, you know, I, I'm just the same way. I'm, like, you trying know, not as organized. Trying to just get, like, an hour a week, two hours where I just 
take all the stuff I wrote that week, yeah, and just put it into like boil it down. And, yeah. So when you when you're doing like a week of mics, do you try to go in with new material that week that then you're gonna do it all the mics, it or are you like you only when some, some, you something hits you? Block? Oh yeah, all the time. So if I can't feel it, bro, I can't. I can't just bullshit. Like, it depends. I you mean, may as well go back and work on an old bit, is what you're yeah. saying. If nothing new's hit you, you're not gonna bring something that's like not flushed out or whatever. Like, uh, this is uh, tonight. I did all new stuff, new yep. material, and I like where it is, so I can go work on it now a little yeah. more. But sometimes you do a bit. And then it comes out your mouth. You're like, mm, that one, never mind. That was that was just dumb. Right. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. So many of them. You're like, this just wasn't a good idea. You're I like, thought well, it was cool. I had to say it, and so, I'm sorry, and I apologize. Yeah. But like, I thought this was cool, but have you, you know. have you ever made it down to DC or done any? Yeah, DC I, stuff? I'm branching out more. I'm going to. Uh, Did you do the shuffle yet? The shuffle. It's like the Adam was talking about it last night at Kyrie's mic. It's like um, the Capital Laughs. Have you heard of Capital Laughs? Yeah, I did that. Oh no, Capital. Public laughs or capital laughs? Capital laughs. Okay, what about it? So it's some like a promotion, but they're like their free show that you can do is on Sundays, and it's at a bar where you have to like go and like it's really highly desirable where people get there early, and then you gotta like buy a drink, and then like the like timestamp on your receipt or something mm -hmm. is your like line on the list or something or like your spot on the list. Oh. But um, Adam just did it like for the past couple weeks. But like, if you do that on Sundays, and that's how you get in with like the you know, then you could do like a couple of their shows. I, I guess, I've been doing. I've some, never done anything in I DC. In but. I do Tuesday mics in DC. Okay. I mean, there's, if you really want to do comedy in any city, you can find comedy basically. Yeah. DC does have more mics going on right. certain nights. Um, the worst thing about DC mics is that they make you buy a drink. <laughs> like I don't want to drink, but I guess I'll drink a Sprite. Right. <laughs> you know, but um. I'm getting out there. Um, there's all kinds of mics. Like there's broken comment, broken mic, and yeah, you just have to just be what do you call it? Um, you just have to Bro be talkative and ask people. Oh well, yeah, like networking, right? Yeah, basically. So have you ever done any um, New York? Ever gone to New York? I want to. Okay. To be honest, if I wasn't in a relationship right now, like a good one, committed one, a successful one, happy one, yeah, I would have packed my bags and went to New York already. All right. And it's not because I so love we're both New York. in happy relationships. That's mean we got to convince our girls. Happy? Oh yeah, yeah. My girl would never move to New York. It's fucking great. Which I, will, I won't. No, we got to we got to rent a place. Okay. There. Get oh, ten people to rent a place. Oh. Four hundred square feet. Oh yes, that's a good idea. All bunk beds. Minor I don't have fraud. To convince my girl. My girl will be okay. Okay. She's in. This yeah. is I'm a patriarch. Alright. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. That's awesome. But um it's not that I love New York. Yeah. It's just that That's like Okay, so tonight, guy. right? We did this mic in Baltimore to go to another one within twenty five, almost thirty minutes. Yep. And then that's it. I'm sure New York tonight we can do seven, eight mics. Right. Like just more reps you can get. Right. That's all it is. And that and that's what and even you're for like fire. your writing style, you're like yeah. you're thinking like mostly you like kinda of flush it out on stage, right? Yeah, absolutely. So like that would just be like nothing but helpful for you. Like, I don't know the times where I've done like three, four sets a night one time. Yeah. By the time you do a fourth set, you're just loose. And you're just like, fuck they're, it. They're just the words are just flying out at you. Right. And then I, you know it might not be as good as a set, but you're comfortable. So. Right. I just want that. I want to just. And of course, it's in New York is a big city. It's more opportunity. So, and it's a different scene too. Yeah, I've never. You want to travel with comedy? Oh yeah, that you would know? be well. But you know, Amy's got a business here, so of I'm course. definitely going to be based in Baltimore for a long time. Well, let's say of time, you do a show like, in Philly. That's why I think like New York. I really started hitting it hard like February this year, yeah. and I'm ready to put five. You know, like 
five years living in Baltimore, just like trying to produce some shows, trying to get on some yeah. shit around here, and like yeah. then reevaluate. Be like, okay, now can I'm I like going try to down this go summer. into fucking I have some plans. I'm going to Florida. Okay, hell yeah. Because I have a family house down there. I got my girl's family. Oh, nice. Her father stays down there, so I can stay down Whereabouts there. Whereabouts in Florida? Orlando. Okay. But once you're down there, it's a bunch of cities, Tampa, Miami. Oh, dude, Florida's big, though. So Have exactly. you ever driven Florida? Of course. Oh, my God. It's huge. Dude, you get into, you come in from Georgia and going Speed into Florida, like and you're like, you're trying to go all the way down to Miami? It's like another day of travel. Yeah, but I can just try a different But doing scene. comedy and, like, yeah, different scenes. different scene. Yeah. You build connections, like you said. Yeah, totally. You meet like-minded people, not like-minded like a, you're a bunch of sheep, but like you're just you know you hit you, right. you, you, you hit it with people. Right, exactly. You click with people, and then you know. and it's all about networking, right? You exactly. never know who you're going to run into. Is also yeah. traveling down there, and exactly. But um, so, do you see yourself putting on shows in the area or anything like that? Do Definitely. You like, I'm, I'm actually or like even like. Not in Baltimore, but like you're more, you're more, you're more out in Columbia. Are you, I'm everywhere. You, okay, but so, like you like li- like you're more. You live. I live in this tiny little tiny town called Oldenton. Okay. Not many. People. I don't know where that is. Oldenton is right next to Fort Meade. Okay. Right next to Columbia. All right. So, Ar- Arundel County. You ever think about doing like a brewery show and like a you know? I look. So I'll, I always look. Now I have the eye for it. You know. Right. Like I look. Hmm, this place will be cool, huh? This, this place have a stage. I have plans, definitely. My, I would actually, if I had the lottery today, I would open a comedy club. I would build one from Sick. scratch. All if right. I won the lottery I'd, today, because a lot of money. But. I'd, sp- I'd split a ticket with you to do that. <laughs> that would <laughs> be that'd be sick. But, but I mean, more the merrier, in my opinion. Because I mean, really, in the area, what is there's Magoobies, right? I mean, but like DC what has other? A few. Yeah, then there's DC it. and Providence. Other than DC. DC, right. the city itself. There's not but like Baltimore, out in Columbia. There's, there's Baltimore Comedy Factory. There's Nottingham's. Oh man! Right, <laughs> I don't know if that's a club. It's a, <laughs> it's a club of a yeah. different sort. It's not a comedy club, but it's a right. club. It's like a pool club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Karaoke club. Right, but um, there's Baltimore Comedy Factory. Right, but nobody really. I don't really hear nothing about it. Do you? I'd love to do there. I know. I think they have like a open mic competition similar to Magoobies That like, yeah, maybe I do that sometime. I mean, that's but, yeah, you're right. That's this, the level this on place that. Use another, oh yeah. Uh, so are you gonna? Club. So Mert, we're building. Me it. and Mert, we're on. The new talent competition last month at Magoobies. Are you going to do it? Uh, so we both were in I the might finals. Do it this month. Uh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm taking a month to, you know. I might do it because I, I felt like I could have had a way better set. Yeah, so. but but it's the first time you did it, right? Yeah. So it's like you could be just nerves or whatever, but you know. I was too amped up. That's a, sometimes I'll do that. I get myself way too hyped up. Right. And I come out like way too just fast and just, right. you know, so. Same. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever had my name on a flyer was this roast. We were roasting each other. Oh, man. Me and this girl named Charlotte. Now, I won the roast, but watching the tape, I got myself way too amped up. Like, I was going, like. You were, you were too hyped for the show. Way too hyped. So yeah. I, was, I almost sounded like I was really angry about it, like, what I was So saying. was that a different, right? Like, when you were writing to prepare for a roast versus writing to prepare for Santa, was that a totally different beast? Yeah, you go deep. You gotta right. go like deep on that person, right? <laughs> yeah. You're like trying to figure out. You're talking I'm to their friends, her, their like, family. Po- Facebook post from seven years ago, trying to find every <laughs> single detail. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah. Roast is completely different. It's a different, nice. different cadence, different set. They have, right, you know, right. it depends on the thing too. So game, right. they have like buttons you gotta push, and it's weird. Roasts are weird, but I've, I love roast. Does Baltimore have a roast battle? We did one. Uh, 
Well, besides this, yeah, the one you did with Charlotte. Yeah. That was at Zan West. I think Jeff put it together with this other guy, Jeff King. And, um, but no, there used to be some. But and then I think people's feelings it's start kind of getting a unique, hurt. Yeah, right. They like start fighting about it. Right. And always that one person that ruins the fun. It gets too raw. They always ruin the fun. One person. Right. You know. So, but I would love to do a roast battle. Yeah. Well, yeah. not a roast battle, or just like a roast of someone. Oh, that's another. <laughs> you put option. him in the middle. Everybody yes. roasts him. Oh yeah. I didn't even. I didn't even think about <laughs> like that. Roast of Bill Franks. Yeah. Oh, that would be a. <laughs> that'd be a great one. Speaking of Bill Franks, just walked away. Um, I Did think he he's leave? going up next. No, I think he's going oh. up soon, but. Um, but right. oh, watching my set. Sorry, I gotta. Yeah. I gotta talk about this. No, no, no. Yeah, for sure. This is great. I appreciate um, you doing this, dude. I realized too, English is not my first language. And you, and so, that blows my however, mind because you sound. I mean, however, I don't hear any. When accent. I sometimes when I'm going on stage, mm. like no, 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 just going fast. Right. Sometimes you're doing crowd work, you're doing tags. If I talk too fast, my accent comes out. If my accent comes out, they're not understanding what I'm saying. Right. So I gotta. It's a whole process with me. Like, I, I'm, you got to teach yourself or talk a certain way. It's amazing. Way. So, I mean, I commend you so much for like, you know, moving to America and then like doing like probably the hardest thing you can do, which is trying to make people laugh in a language that isn't your own. It's be like well, me going have, to China and trying to, you know, like learn Chinese and do that. Seems yeah, like I wouldn't do comedy task. in China. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it'd be tough. Yeah, it'd be tough crowd. Uh, yeah, you got to watch what you say. Bill Franks, give Bill me the Franks bird from me. far away. Yeah, I hope he bombs. No. <laughs> You know, but no, no, no. So, Only a little. No, no but good. you know what's funny though. Yeah. So now that we have friends and stuff in this comedy game. Yeah, hell yeah. So sometimes. Yeah, it feels like a good time, scene. It's not every time though, but sometimes when I sit in the back and my friends bombing, yeah. it does crack me up. Right. <laughs> From like, yeah, it's like you're not laughing at their joke, you're like yeah, laughing at I'm your just buddy. Laughing at the process of the bomb. Right. And like, it just it just makes me laugh now. So. Dude, because comedy's like a bit of a fraternity, right? I mean, Where we're all going through the exactly. like shit together, and, and it's like. I, I even hear, it mostly like, sucks, I, yeah, <laughs> but sometimes it's great. Big you know? time comics, like huge comics, like Bill Burr yeah. talking about on his podcast. He's bombing. Oh so yeah. If he's bombing, I can fucking bomb every night. I'm not saying I should bomb every night. Right. But I'm saying if it's bombing. Right. Then he has, you know, so it's. I think Such you a have good to point, be, dude. You have to become okay with bombing. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like when you're so new. You get caught in your head about being like, if you have a couple bad sets, you're like, fuck, what am I doing? Am I ever going to turn this around? But, like, the big pick-me-up, like you mentioned, is, like, hearing someone like Burr or, you know, a big yeah. comedian that says, like, shit, I just did a set last week and I bombed. And it's like they're just laughing it off, yeah. you know. And like you said, like, you know, now that you kind of get to know each other and you have camaraderie and you're like a buddy, it is kind of like a different level <laughs> yeah. of funny, like a jaded, like, haha, like. Because I'm going to have seen that joke killed it last night right and then right. i'm seeing this joke not killed the next oh yeah just, i definitely i had one i did at Kyrie's mic that got a, like a great laugh and i did it at wits and people were like damn i was like <laughs> i was like sorry like <laughs> like exactly. i was like i swear it worked in this yeah. other room but but that's why you got to do jokes at multiple places so now this is another question for you when you come up with a bit how many places do you test it at the exact same way before you say okay this needs to change a bit or i'm gonna add a tag or do you even like put that much thought into it um let's see this is a complicated one because let's say you do it a bit the first time yeah and it completely bombs right you're like damn but however let's say i do a but bit. would you bring it exactly like that again to somewhere else but let's say i did a bit in front of four people yeah and there's only people in there four people right and there's two comics in the back right and i did the bit and there's two people in the back kind of giggled so i'm like huh there's something there right it's also about it's not like, a total failure. Yeah, so yeah. 
But it's also, we just talked about this. Everything I talk about is from my life. Right. So if I believe that this situation is funny, right. I'm going to stick with it. And, and your belief in it will sell it to the audience. Relate. That's people like, yeah. People can really, like, a lot totally. of people, sometimes I'll do a bit. They come off the stage and be like, man, that was hilarious because this and that. Right. You know, it's, it's so true. And are like. People see their life and what you're yeah, saying. So, yeah. You know, people, not everyone's going to relate. Right. There's going to be a joke that I'm going to tell that some right. this person could live 50 years knowing me and may not think it's funny. Right. It's it's so subjective what we do. It right. It really is. But like subjective in a way that like it's really what you're most confident in what you think's funny and like for you it's like bringing the real situations to stage and like by doing that it seems like that gives you the confidence that then like that's why you can go up there and kill. Exactly. You know. And you know what? You know what I thought before I went up Max's on mm-hmm. Saturday? Yeah. I was like, you know what? What do I have to lose? Right. You're in your buddy's like, room. It's like we're all doing a good vibe, that, and just, yeah. I was like, it's a Saturday night. Everybody wants to have. To, everybody wants to have a good time. Right. I could have just tried some old stuff that worked before. Right. And I tried those two new bits, and they killed. Yeah, exactly. So, and there's like, no better feeling than like brand new and just like crushing. Yeah. It's sick. You just. I don't know. I just. I'm starting to realize like be more brave with it. Whatever exactly. I'm doing, be more brave with it. Like yeah, just like confident in yeah. like. I thought of this this morning, and I chuckled to myself about yeah, it. exactly. And you got to know, like, that is enough to then be able to bring it onto stage because, like, you know what's funny at this point. Believe in what you say, I guess. Yeah, or totally. say it with your chest, as they say. Hell yeah. <laughs> what a perfect ending to this. Oh, you got to go up soon? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. We end in the podcast? Ma- maybe. Well, you know, actually, let's, let's just keep going until Roberto I'm, gives me I the... I talk for hours. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> no, I appreciate you doing this. I mean, that's... Yeah. That's why I like doing the pods because it gives us an opportunity to kind of sit down and know each other on like a different different level and shit. But so, what's going on with you? Um, you got a show this week. Let's think. No, I don't think I have any. So, like last you Friday, know, I thought you guys had a show on the. Oh Abby, wait, but- shit! Yeah, <laughs> I do have a show this week. This guy forgetting uh, his own show. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So we have uh, the Abby Burger show this Friday. Yeah. So you know, we're we've done it once before. This is the second time we're doing it. And we're trying to think like, what are ways to improve like our sales with it and things like that. So, but yeah, it's this Friday. They sell camel burgers. They do sell camel Buffalo, burgers. Camel, what bear, else? Bear, bear. Bear. Bro, where do you get a camel in Baltimore from? I don't know. I think they they <laughs> they freeze. Uh, I think they free ship that shit. Freaked me out in. a little bit. It freaked me out when they said that. Yeah, camel burger. Um, no, I'm I'm excited about doing that one again because it'll be the second time that we're putting that one on and like yeah. just trying to like improve it and stuff. Uh, so it's going to be uh, Bill Monahan, nice, aka Bill Frank's dad, or it looks like Bill Frank's dad, yeah. <laughs> but I love uh, Bobby Bill. Ray, okay, and then uh, Tim Kinsella, I think, are nice. like the, those are like the three paid spots nice. on it. But nice. um, so yeah, and that'll be that'll be on Friday, and that's the only. Then Max is on Saturday. Sounds good. All my pa- my parents are coming to town this weekend. So Max, so, where are they no. coming from? Well, Chicago, oh, Chicago, Chicago area. So haven't well, seen them in forever. Max or just coming to your house? No, I. They might come to the burger show on Friday. I don't okay. know. Definitely not Max's. I don't think I'm going to Max's. Do you like performing in front of your fam? No, I have I not. Yeah, I've not. Like it. Well, because it's the same thing. It's like it gets in your head a little bit. You're like, you're like the expectations oh, are a little higher. Right. You can't be a bum in front of them. If you bomb in front of them, they might be like, "Huh, this guy's been doing it for a year." And it's yeah, like what the fuck? That's a hard thing, right? <laughs> but then you're kind of like, yeah, getting the family. I haven't judged. had that yet. So when you first started comedy, did you only do it by yourself? Mm-hmm. I didn't. You I, didn't bring family or friends. My lady, who I live with, I told her she's not allowed to come see me until I'm halfway decent. Yeah. To like for me to present myself. See, to I her. tried that with Amy, and she was like, "No, I'm coming." 
Well, so from the start, like when I first started like doing it a couple times in Milwaukee, like she was there like time one. If my so she seen me do terrible. My girl really wanted to come. I would be. I wouldn't be like no, but. I told her, I said, look, I'm this. I'm way too nervous already. Right. If you're there, I'm going to be more nervous. More nervous, exactly. So and they don't get that. She yeah. left me alone. So right. when I was like seven, eight months in, she finally saw me at a roast battle, which is okay. the worst thing you can <laughs> Yeah. Because it's like I invited all these friends and family, and here I am just saying horrible things about the person that I'm roasting. Right. <laughs> you know? That was their first time they ever saw me. I wasn't Dang. doing no material. I'm just doing a roast. They had a good time, though. But... I'm, I'm thinking be better, to myself, yeah. I'm writing, like, you know, horrible jokes about this comic I'm roasting. Right. And then just, like, first time, they're all first time seeing me. But I guess at least, like, they are going into it thinking, like, oh, it's, it's a, roast. a roast. Like, yeah. they know you're about to be mean or whatever. But an open mic? I don't think my girl still has been at an open mic. She just comes to the show. Oh, yeah. she's about, Yeah. I haven't even met your girl. I she gotta, comes to this book show. She was at um, McGooby's competition. And, right. Yeah. And she comes, like, the book shows and stuff that I... I feel like you should bring her to a... Saturday to a, a Maxis sometime. That'd be fun. It's just, you know, it's also, I'm trying not to drag my significant other around. You're, you're trying not to what? I'm trying to drag my significant other around sometimes. Right. Like, I do a lot of driving. Imagine if she was like with me all night today. Oh, yeah. I went to, to um, Wits End. Right. And then did a, did a set, sat around, talked right. to dudes. And then we went to here together. It kind of has a novelty that wears off. Because, like, yeah, right away, like, Amy wanted to come with. But now she's like, yeah, she's like, she's eh, like fuck I'll, it. I don't I'll need to go with you TV there. Show, you know, yeah. you go ahead. I want to chill. Yeah, focus on my stuff. But Which, yeah, exactly. But I got to do, I did, like, uh, I barked for stage time at Max or at um, Zissimo's last Friday. And that went better than the first time I did it. So that was good. Yeah. That was like, I got to do three sets. So that was cool, I guess. Open mics have been there kind of fun, too, recently. Yeah. We, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. So me and Bill and Jeff. They were like that Saturday, right? There was this. Um, there was like not many people in the crowd. Three people. We all did a set, and then it ended. But as we're leaving, as I was leaving, like ten people walked in. They're like, "Where's comedy?" And then Jeff's like, "Well, I can restart the show. Let's just do it again." And yeah. Then he's like, "Do you guys just want to do ten minutes each for this crowd of 10? I was like, "Okay." Why so not? We all go up. For ten people, and, and speaking of Billy's up right now, yeah, they can hear him. It's crushing. <laughs> um, Maybe not. <laughs> so we did an encore performance nice. for these ten random people after hours, after the bar closed, basically. Dang. And it was amazing. So what time did you finish up at? We finished at like two a.m. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like I've never haven't been to Zissimo's when it's been the open guy, LA. Kevin, that was on your last. Oh, Slattery. Yeah. Yeah. He was oh, there yeah. too. He did. Nice. A, he did a set. Nice. And it's, you know. Those are the moments like this makes it like really cool and worth right. it, and you like love it, you know. The only time, so, so spontaneous, there's no spontaneous, pl- yeah, yeah. There's nothing planned. So like a couple months ago, uh, Garrett Harvest had a Brewers Cask open mic, and there was no one at that, and we almost didn't do it. And it wasn't until like ten people walked in once we put everything pretty much away that he was like, "Shit, let's do ten minute sets and just yeah." Well, I got the dates mixed that day. I was gonna come. <laughs> I remember you said that it's like nobody came, so everybody. Oh, did. for the sa- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, me, Garrett, and like one other comic. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, it was Slim Pickens for sure. Open my, you know, we. I don't know if we said this last time, but I almost like open my comedy more than actual comedy. 
because you see the crazy stuff. Oh yeah, you will see crazy like stuff. That I mean, at which there was a a governor candidate. Remember that? Were Ooh. you there that night? No. There was someone who said they were running for governor of Maryland and just like screamed. No, oh, yeah, no, it was it was a lady that just I just screamed and said she was running for governor. She was just the governor. She's not running for an office. That's yeah. just a nickname. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> but that's what she said on stage. It's just. She ran up and down, and then after a set, she was like, I got to catch a bus and left. It's more raw emotions yeah. on open mic. Good for good and bad. That's what makes it great. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it, it makes you resilient, I guess, right? Doing it in front of tough crowds and mostly know, shit like, that doesn't work. And like, yeah. if something does work, it's like, okay, this is good, A lot of older comics do say, though, like veterans, they say that there's a certain point you're supposed to stop doing them. Yeah, for sure. So I'm definitely not there yet. I'm not but, there yet either, yeah, but, but I was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm ready to just like put my head down for time, three years and look up and be like, all right. Yeah, but at the same time, I, wanna, I heard a lot of older comics say, "Open mic part of your career is the most fun. Take advantage yeah. of it." Oh yeah, it's like the when you turn into a real business, it's not as fun. That's what right. I all say. Because you know you got to worry about a lot of different things in the business. Right. And, and you know if you have a name and stuff, so. You know, like a lady. We're having fun. Fuck it. Right. I don't know where I'm going with that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. Well, Mert, Wolf, I appreciate you so much doing course, this. Bro. And um, tell the people where they can find you. What's your Instagram? Mert Wolf 11. Hell yeah. M-E-R-T-W-O-L-F 11. I post most of my show information on there. Perfect. And soon... Actually, yeah, I'm going to make reels? a damn TikTok. Oh, TikTok. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, well, but... Thank you for so now, much for I'm on doing Instagram. this. But hey, thank you, man. This is fun. Yeah, this know? is super fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, anytime you got time, like it's always fun to just sit down and chop it up and do this. Absolutely. So, Mert Wolf, thank you very much for doing this. Take it easy.